0: Coming up, we're going to talk about what's happening at Universal Orlando Resort in 2022 and whether or not you should visit the resort this year on this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. Happy 2022. Yes, it is 2022. Rhino, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Thank you very much. I feel old. <laughs> I mean, that is okay. I think we're all feeling at least a year older. Uh, you just are lucky enough having a birthday. On New Year's Day that you can say, a new year, and I do feel older. And the rest of us, yeah. it's just metaphorically. It's literal for me. It is. Very literal. It is. It's very literal. But uh with a new year, that means we have a lot of new Universal Orlando topics to talk about for, uh, let's say, roughly around uh, adding in some vacation weeks. Let's say 40 – we'll say 47 weeks. That sounds about right, right? 47 weeks of Universal Orlando fun. Maybe a little less. Definitely not more Why, than that.
1: What? Wait. Why forty-seven weeks? Well, there's
0: fifty-two oh, weeks I, in I a see. year, and we take off at least two weeks because of like the holiday break, and then you know just random stuff, sickness, illness. Okay, I got uh, you. I'm saying, I'm saying yeah. forty-seven. That feels good. That feels good to me, but uh, we'll see. But it's like a lot. Yeah, At the very least, we have a year full of Universal Orlando fun coming up, and we are going to talk specifically in this episode about what is currently on the books for 2022 at Universal Orlando that we know of at this very second, and whether or not you should even travel to Universal Orlando this year. Uh, Because of our sponsors, of course, we're still going to tell you that you should travel, but you know what? This doesn't seem like, at least on calendar, that it's... It's turning out to be an exciting year for Universal Orlando, but at the very least, you know, every now and then you need to you need to step back, take a break and remember what you have in the parks currently before you move forward to what's up and coming. So uh, speaking of sponsors, I need to remind you that this week's episode is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. If you like our content and you want to support us, please consider booking a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the awesome help of one of the Dreams Unlimited Travel agents. So head over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com today for a free, no-obligation quote. Okay, Rhino, do you think we should go through the entire calendar year here in like terms of months of what's happening at Universal and then kind of break it down that way? That seems like the right way chron- chronologically.
1: Yeah. Okay. We'll do that. I mean, I yeah, because then people can say like, you know what? That's when I want to go. Uh, maybe In the fall. Well, you know <laughs> that that is a good
0: point. And I, I would say right now, uh, it's not a lot of happiness, at least for January 2022. What's happening with this place? Well. Uh, unfortunately, we are now living in a world without Revenge of the Mummy until sometime mm-hmm. in this summer of 2022. And uh, I am devastated by this because I, you know, I, I do like to get out for a final ride on any mm-hmm. attraction that's closing, even just for a long refurbishment. I still like to get out there and do that. But uh, unfortunately, I fractured my elbow right before <laughs> uh, Christmas and i found out a fun fact is that you cannot uh you can't get a cast if you just have a fractured elbow it's one of those things they 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 need to add and break it then i i know why even break that's yeah that's how i felt but so because of that i am currently uh not allowed to actually experience roller coasters especially like i can only imagine what would happen if my arm would have got wedged in the right place on revenge of the mummy when they do that like big halt right at yeah yeah. i was gonna
1: say the right with the scarabs come out of the ceiling right there that (laughs) we've been like oh and now it's completely broken yeah
0: that that one and then the room with the fire up overhead when you come to the screeching halt with it so i didn't get a chance to experience it one last time uh before we see whatever changes you know uh the big rumors are that they're gonna replace the track and make it nice and uh and updated in that aspect there's been lots of rumors of course that we've covered on this show about brendan Fraser and the queue being changed up to kind of eliminate that part of the story which could happen, but uh, it was a big loss. And as of sitting here on, uh, on on Friday, January 7th, we are waiting patiently for the imminent closure as well of Shrek 4D, which is closing officially on, on January 10th, 2022. So that's two attractions off the checklist right away at universal studios florida in 2022 so it does not make things uh quite pleasant at that park I, I i don't think that's necessarily the right terminology for it but it's not a great start for
1: the year it's not the best time well the the mummy i can understand being like oh man that's my favorite thing if you're if you're like you know what shrek's the cam- the straw that broke the camel's back the straw that broke the donkey's back <laughs> then I don't know where your priorities lie in the theme park, I don't. I mean, I get it, kids, whatever, but like we've said on the show a million times, you can still watch that. Pop in the, you know what? Get your phone. I think it's on one of the streaming services. Get your phone out and you can just stand on where that sidewalk is and watch it like you're in the attraction and then go meet Donkey and Fiona and Shrek and call it a day and then it'll just be like you went on the ride. Yep.
0: I you you can basically do all of that and still relive your best Shrek experiences. You know, one of the things I was expecting from Shrek 40 closing was that like all of December it was going to have an out of this world wait. And I how I mean you and I were at Universal at least two or three times a week for most of December and every single time I went it was a 5 minute wait. 10 minute wait like there was no one experiencing it so i'm sure in its final days maybe that wait time will start to creep back up again but it's going away and that yeah it's just it's two less attractions in that park and i also uh, you know it's i don't want to just bully up on universal studios florida uh, if you are staying on site and you have access to you know the early morning hours at universal orlando uh at Islands of Adventure, unfortunately, you lost out, at least for the time being, at least through February on Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure being part of it. Uh, Velocicoaster is, is, The big boy in there and, you know, other Wizarding World of Harry Potter attractions. But Hagrid's for the time being is not a part of the early hours. So it is something to keep in mind that if you're showing up wanting to go on Hagrid's first thing in the morning, not going to happen. You have to wait until it opens, hopefully with the park opening. Delayed openings can always happen, but uh, it being removed from that makes me think that maybe the rides acting up a little bit again, which it's it's done mm-hmm. that from time to time. Uh, but it's a it, it's a big loss for those staying on site, especially those who are counting on it being a part of early morning hours. But that also is a, a good time to remind, like, don't ever just assume everything will be okay. Always always have a backup plan. And you know what I'm going to say too? Don't rush to Hagrid's first thing in the morning, especially if it's not open. Don't sit and wait around for it. it just watch the wait times throughout the day. And if they're using virtual line as an option, you know, just keep being diligent with it. But uh, a lot of rides are busiest first thing in the morning because everyone wants to run there right away.
1: And later on in the day might be a lot easier of a wait. Yeah, I find it I honestly find in the evening it's it's not as bad, you know, for that sort of stuff. You know, it's risky because you don't want to wait till the end of the day for an attraction ever, especially yep. with something that can fill up or close down or say like we've closed the queue because it's too long or something. You know, but I don't know. Well, yeah, I'm I'm not one to to race to something like that in the in the first thing in the morning. Yep. That's what everybody's doing. Yep. Go the other way. Plus, it's a premier attraction. So you don't want to miss out
0: on it completely. just uh you know use use sources out there like Disboards to come up with a good strategy for the time being, but hopefully eventually it makes it back on uh that list when there are early morning hours over in islands of adventure, and you can take you, you can take advantage of it in the future, but for the time being, that is something that's happening so keep in mind with your upcoming vacation if you're traveling at least through february and potentially potentially longer into the future but on to positive we talk about uh things that aren't in the parks right now and not available to you as options so let's talk about the first big event of the year and no rhino i'm not talking about rock the universe which is coming back in january uh something that we don't cover and have never covered not not for any particular reason it's just a two-day event that i feel like is only uh purposeful for a very small group so we just kind of skip over it in that way, uh, but we will, we'll will move on to February and Mardi Gras and, uh, Le, is thank you. I, I was hoping you would throw that in there. And I wish we had more details to give you right now on Mardi Gras since the last two times that I think we've talked about it. You know, the first time that we talked about it uh in late 2021, it was because they announced the dates, February 5th through April 24th and the announcement that concerts would be coming back. And then I think we talked a little bit about it on our Q&A live show we did during the Power of 10 Marathon and talked about how we do love Mardi Gras as a as a good time of year to visit and how amazing the parade is. But right now, we don't even know Technically, like, what's, who's showing up to perform at this? What all is happening with it? And I feel like, I I feel like we usually get the concert lineup, like maybe, maybe the second week of January. So we're still, we're still not quite there yet, but I am at the edge of my seat wondering, like, what's actually going to happen with this year's Mardi Gras?
1: What year did you, What I'm sorry, I missed the, what What was the exact date? It's like the second week of February or something? Yeah, it starts February 5th through April 24th. And okay, yeah, I knew, I knew it went to April, that's why I was like, yeah, so it, it's like creeping in there, it's it's right around the corner, that's the crazy part, you know, but what we said it time and time again, you know what I love, is that this is the type of event that you can just ask any friend who's got an annual pass holder, or anybody that's coming to town to visit, or you're on your vacation or whatever, you can just go, you know, it's like, You don't have to buy the extra ticket, but it's like there's some interesting food options and the concerts and things like that. And it's one of those, you know, it's 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 different when it we will obviously talk about Halloween Horror Nights, but you got to find the friend who's got the ticket to go with you, you know, or talk them into buying the ticket. But this is just it's one of those like nice little feels like a good bonus. You know, I don't know. I completely agree. And you
0: have the tribute store, too, which, you know, you can visit during the day or at night and not it's it's. It's a big event that hopefully will once again take over all of Universal Studios Florida. Uh, you brought up a good point, too, with it, is that I don't necessarily agree with, but you were a little bit concerned about the concerts, at least with uh, the current state of the world in Florida right now. But mm-hmm. I don't want to put words in your mouth with it. So anything else? For I was sure? trying
1: to think of something funny to say, <laughs> but I, I, was like, I didn't want to tiptoe into that area. That's but t- yeah, no, I i i'm 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 worried i don't know i'm of two minds about it you know that they're just they go forward and keep going like they've been doing because you know what else what else are they going to do they they go by whatever the standard is of the state that they're in right and so because universal hollywood is a completely different situation than universal orlando right now so it's like um you know but i wonder will that affect the caliber of the talent that we'll be getting you know not not that I shouldn't say the caliber of talent because everybody who comes is usually very talented people, performers and stuff like that. But I'm wondering, like, will we be getting that big name performance? You know, like like, will we have a Kelly Clarkson or, you know, uh, or something like that? Or is it is it going to be a little more um I don't want to say second fiddle, but I, you know, like older bands and stuff.
0: Well, I mean, there's always a mix. I understand where you're going at with it. With a big name uh, usually draws big crowds that are uncontrollable. And obviously you don't want to give the perception of not being safe with it. And uh, I mean, speaking of that, we should have uh, talked about it in the the start of the show uh, since it even happened in. 2021, not 2022, but Universal has uh, rechanged their policies in terms of face masks. And back in uh, late December, right on Christmas Eve, uh, they started enforcing that you had to wear a mask indoors again, regardless of vaccination status. So that is something to keep in mind right now, uh, as of 2022 as well, that hasn't gone away. And I, I read one thread on disboards uh, that someone said that, what well, they were in line for Hagrid's and they even watched team members come and pull someone out of line and kick them out of line who wasn't wearing their face mask properly. So it seems to be something that they are, you know, it's uh, of course your mileage could vary and, and, you know, yeah. different, different places will handle situations differently but it seems at least from that that they're taking it very seriously so keep that in mind as well too for your upcoming trips and yeah i i do i do see your point with that is maybe they they say you know what we still want the concert lineup but we also want to keep in mind that we don't want people put in extra dangerous situations so we won't go for the like the huge names but we still want to provide that entertainment i don't know if that's the mindset they have with it though realistically but hey, it is a thought. It's
1: a thought. Well, apparently. I also, I think it's one of those things, too, where they probably already started booking these people so long ago. So that's probably probably one of those things too far gone, you know, at this point, sort oh, of a situation. Yeah. But, and you know, you know what? And I understand it from a
0: theme park perspective. But at the same time, uh, you know, concerts aren't canceling. Uh, big stadium shows aren't canceling. That's those true. are all still going on. So I would hope that Universal doesn't You know, they they stick with what the norms are of other entertainment events. And, you know, at at the end of the day, be safe out there with whatever you choose to do with anything, whether it's theme parks, concerts, sporting events, just be do, do you, but be safe. Take care of other people yeah. as well too. But uh the one thing that is also uh I, I think was a cool little summer happening this past year that I don't think is gonna be back in a big way this year, uh, is celebrating the Olympics because as long as they end up happening, uh we are we are weeks away from the winter Olympics
1: Wait, happening. Uh, oh my god. Uh, what? Yeah. Are we really? Yeah, because I guess remember I guess the twenty twenty Olympics were pushed yeah, to twenty twenty one. It's so weird. They're so close because we just had. Yeah, that's that's less than a year apart. That's insane. Yeah.
0: Oh, no. And and it's coming up, too. But, uh, you know, last year they with the Summer Olympics, they had a special uh, special show for the lagoon involving the Olympics. And they had all the food booths that were set up in the production. Uh, the Music Plaza production area, as well as uh, you know, right around New York in that entire section. But I don't. I, I mean, they can't do that since it overlaps with Mardi Gras this year. So the one thing I was wondering is maybe they end up setting up an area in a similar place to where they had the the mistletoe pines village in City Walk mm-hmm.
1: and do some food booths well- there for it. Don't they usually put like the bleachers out in front of um in front of NBC too? so like you're right. like maybe that'll just make that whole area like like something like yeah. that like the olympic village yes i i think is that is that in georgia is that or is that what they always call it whenever they build yeah it? The, well the olympic village is where they all stay
0: and so yeah you're okay, you're right yeah. you're right on the money with that no i i do i think that would make it a, a cool little area there as long as it's not a problem with congestion which it never seemed to be a problem through uh, the the holidays so i i would love to see that for The start of the year, uh, you know, having having that area there celebrating the Olympics, having having views of the Olympics on NBC Sports Grill and Brew, uh, that would that would be cool. But I don't expect it to be a big happening in the parks like they made it in the summer. I just I don't see that being possible. But Mm -hmm. so this is where things get tough, because after Mardi Gras, I there's nothing on the calendar to really be like excited about because we don't know when mummy is reopening uh there's nothing really to get excited about as of right now until halloween horror nights which is weird to say but it's it's just going to be a pretty i think a, a not i don't want to say a slow summer slow in terms of new additions or anything but yeah they're they're i don't think as of right now unless they do another summer food festival that's the only thing i can really guess on uh, which it makes sense they have the food trucks they have booths. why not do a summer food festival with it but uh nothing massive until halloween horn night horror nights 31
1: i think it feels a little uh a little weird because i feel like what was it like 2015 when they they had originally announced where they're like every year from now for however many years it's going to be something new opening in one of the parks you know and so like it's been like kind of like one thing after another, after another, after like we've gotten little things here and there. And so it does feel weird to be like, yeah, what's really in the, what's really on deck here. It's just all, all, all attention going into Epic universe, you know? And and so maybe we'll get some exciting announcements in regards to that. That would be fun. But yeah, as in terms of like stuff in the park, it does feel a little like "Hmm, just a quiet, I'm like so far, but I don't know. Universal is really good about just surprising and just randomly, having stuff pop up. That is, you know, that's the one thing that's kind of been on my mind
0: with it. I did go back to read uh, what the wording was. And from what I could find a uh, scouring, it was in 2015 when they made that, that promise, they said, I, I believe the official terminology was that they said, we plan, we, we plan, or we hope to open about one attraction each yeah. year so when they throw in the about to me that that mm-hmm. where they can get away saying you know what if we miss a year that's a little leeway if we add more you know that's obviously good but we're hoping it's going to average out to about one each year even though they didn't throw the word average in there uh so i i, I want something new this year like greedily i want something new and I don't see like mummy coming back from a reefer being able to be touted as new because that's that's not mm-hmm. new enough. And I don't whatever's going into Shrek 4D. I don't see how they turn it around in less than a year. I mean, maybe they could, but I, I think that that would be a, a wild stretch for them to be able to do it. But uh, even even in a pandemic year in 2020, they were still able to make adjustments and changes to get born stuntacular open and still have mm, that true. open in that year. So, uh, even, even in the crazy, crazy couple past years, 2019, we had Hagrid's 2020. We had born stuntacular in 2021. Of course, we had Jurassic world, Velocicoaster, so we are still riding that streak and it, it goes back even before with additions of fast and furious supercharged with racer new york starring jimmy fallon skull island reign of kong i mean freaking volcano bay and you know going mm-hmm. going back to 2015 and before with diagonally they have been on a streak so I, you know what i think also we can excuse a year of nothing new if that's yeah. what happens but it feels it feels like there's something off looking at this year because well, there's just that gap of what what is the draw of coming right now besides uh, just being back there and being on vacation in a happy place you love and and catching up on what you might have missed in the past couple of years
1: i think it's also like the excitement of like seeing that something's beginning worked on and you don't know what it is like I i'll never kind of forget about how that whole area of Jurassic park just kind of all of a sudden was like gone and they were working on something. And you're just like, what the heck is going on over here? Like they just, sort of, you know, it got to a point where you're like, Oh, they're building something. And then you're like, Oh, they're building a ride. Oh, it's going to be a roller coaster. Like, and I know it got to that point where that was the inside joke where they were like, it's so obvious at this point. Now we're not even gonna, you know, we're, it's, we're, it's a churro cart or whatever, you know? And it's like, but I think I think what's weird is this is the first time where like the exciting thing to look forward to the mystery of what's being built. We don't see it because it's not anywhere where we're vacationing right now because it's down the street. So it's like a weird where you're like, "Ooh, there's that thing that's coming." It's like out of sight, out of mind sort of a yeah. situation. So I think that's kind of where it also feels and maybe it's just like also that pandemic kind of finally did catch up with the pacing of things where they were like, you know, eventually it was eventually things are you know, going to slow down. Entertainment-wise, movies, stuff like that, you know, things that are a little delayed now, and, and I think this is finally, like, it's finally happening here, but yeah. I'm, you're, you know what, very grateful for what we had for the last couple of years, and I look forward to what's coming ahead in the coming years, too, yeah. so. And I mean, that
0: was one of the things, you probably didn't watch
1: the the
0: making of the Velocicoaster that they had on Peacock that was released back in, in 2021, but it it really showcased that they were able to do what they were able to do during the pandemic because there was meticulous planning into all of it mm-hmm. before everything truly happened they were they were on they didn't just work during the pandemic in a incredible way uh, they also had it planned out to be, you know, to be the best uh, procedure of installing a new roller coaster into that park, into a smaller area before the pandemic was even a concern. So, uh, yeah, I, I I forget where I was going with that. They
1: got lucky with that one. They did. Yeah, they
0: did. They They got lucky with that one. But oh, yeah, that's right. Of course everything finally catches up just like my brain just caught up there. (laughs) Uh, Eventually we all have to catch up to the issues uh, surrounding the pandemic, but uh, Halloween Horror Nights, we we do have that to look forward to in 2022. And Mm -hmm. uh, of course we don't have any idea what's actually going to be a part of that event yet. We will know uh, later on in springtime, you know, right, right around that March, April is when we might start getting ideas of, of at least a couple things to expect. And yeah, I'm I'm excited for it to be back. I, I miss it now that we're through the holiday season and I'm ready for it to be back. And I I yeah, I don't I don't know, I don't know what else to say. It I love it. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, limit myself from talking about it right now.
1: It's well, it's hard. To, I think it's also we're, we're in that post holiday thing. We you know, it was so exciting to have Halloween back. And then, you know, right after Halloween, we got you know, Universal does a great job with the uh, Christmas celebration and 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 the Macy's parade and stuff like that. So and then now we're going to Mardi Gras. So it, like, I feel like we're in that little bit of a dip. Yeah. We're just like, you know, I want my thing, you know. And so, I I don't know. Halloween's the best holiday. So, obviously, it's hard not to be excited about it 24-7. Well, still don't agree with you on that.
0: Uh, Christmas still reigns supreme. But uh, that's okay. We can agree to disagree on that. And uh, hopefully we will get dates at least soon with Halloween Horror Nights. You know, uh, looking at it on a calendar, historically, it could start as early as September 2nd. That's the, the first Friday of September if they feel like that's too early i mean maybe it's september 9th but uh something about that feels too late too but uh, yeah we we will have to wait and see so of course they'll announce like they'll announce dates right after we we finish talking about this
1: yeah the, when the recording ends yeah, yeah.
0: that's sure. that's when it's going to happen <laughs> but it's, well, we can hope that into existence but i don't see that happening and then you know right after that we have the holidays and that will happen sometime in mid November through December, and that would end out the year at Universal Orlando. That's it. That's really it.
1: I think my Halloween goal. I, I think my theme park goal of this year is to try and get my mom to go to Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. I I thought I was going to get my parents last year. She does not like year. scary things. Oh, you? Th- oh, yeah. I could. I would love to go with your mom. Yeah. I mean, your dad would be fun, too, but your dad, I feel like, would react like you, where he'd just be like, oh, no, (laughs) like very
0: calm and collected. I mean, I feel like I react a little bit better than that. They get me every now and then. But no, you are right to an extent. My dad would be a lot more boring to go with, whereas my mom would probably be a little bit more excited. Sandy would be excited, too. She would be cursing up a
1: storm, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, it would it, yeah th- no there's no joke that there would be a lot of swearing no. involved. we'd have to like 100%.
0: put on a shirt for her saying like please excuse my foul language or something <laughs> just yeah. just to prepare people to know if you have kids like maybe step a little bit further back from this lady it's it's not going to be pleasant put the earmuffs on around her yeah. exactly <laughs> but uh, so we went through what is technically on the calendar this year for universal Orlando Rhino. uh, And so that just leaves us with the last question is 2022 a good year to go to universal Orlando.
1: Hey, here's the thing. I, I think, I think any year is a good year to go to, uh, to not Orlando. I don't care about to universal studios. Yeah. But like the, I, I just think here's the, the flip side of being like, oh, I'm going because Velocicoats are open, you know? Okay, well, everybody wants to go when the new thing is there. The best part is the the times when there isn't something going on, sometimes those can be the quieter times, which is also a great time to go. That's when I like. the I like the calm time because it feels like everything's a little less chaotic. People seem to not be like shoving each other to get to stuff. It seems like things have been out. It's like, OK, you can take it in. You can pace yourself a little better.
0: Yep, I wholeheartedly agree. And that was what my statement was going to be, too. I mean, obviously, there's still going to be busy periods uh, around holiday weekends, around spring break and easter and summer is always going to be slightly busier than slower times of the year you know we we know when the you know when the busy times of the year are going to be and sometimes that's the only time you're able to travel and that's you know that's one of those things that's unfortunate uh it, especially with like teachers it's you only have so many days off so it stinks that sometimes you have to travel during those busier times of the year but uh, you you make a great point it's a lot of people who want to rush out and be the first to experience these things they they have already done that you know there are, there are people who are coming in from overseas who are finally getting to get back to universal and start seeing mm-hmm. the parks again and seeing the things they've missed so uh, it's not like it's not like there's not new experiences for everyone out there. There might be people out there who haven't visited before. There might be people have visited who haven't visited in years that are experienced at all for the first time every now and then you need, you need those slower catch up times. So that way you can get re reintroduced to the parks without necessarily needing some, some sort of big draw to draw you in. But I, I think, I think it's going to be a good year for that. And you know, Let's not beat around the bush too. down the street at Walt Disney World. They are still in the midst of the 50th anniversary celebration. And we know that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is going to be opening up this year. And don't discount the fact that, hey, if you want to come to Disney and finally take in some of the 50th anniversary stuff and see Guardians, that doesn't mean you can't throw Universal onto it, too. And this isn't me trying to make a sales pitch. It's a legitimate fact that we talk about on our Walt Disney World stuff recently is that Walt Disney World hotel availability is just getting to be a headache. You know, it's more expensive than it's been before. I was just
1: going to say, the prices. Yeah. yeah. I'll say it over and over again. I think Universal is the best deal, the best bang for the buck in town at this point.
0: Yeah, I it honestly is. And just, you know, just the hotels taking them as they are. Uh Availability isn't always perfect at Universal's hotels, too. So I'm not going to sit here and put them up on a pedestal. But if you can if you don't care about a lot of the minimal perks of staying on site at Walt Disney World anymore. Consider a Universal Orlando hotel mm-hmm. as your hub point, and you know, rideshare. If you have a rental car, consider that. You know, it's yeah, you might still be able to actually save some money by by just traveling over there. And even though you might have to pay for parking at Disney, you do have to pay for parking at the Universal hotels. So that's a that's an added factor cost in, but you still might be able to save some money. But you have hotels that that are also really really nicely themed and you know if you're you are going to the universal parks too you might have awesome perks like if you happen to be staying at one of the deluxe ones pop in universal for a couple of days too so that way you can you can take advantage of having express pass as part of it all and uh, it, it, it's yeah it, it's something to consider at the very least so if if universal isn't high on your list this year in Disney is what's on your list, maybe consider still staying at Universal. It's still an excellent option. But mm-hmm. yeah. I uh I think I think that might be it for this though, Rhino. I don't I, I hope twenty twenty two is an amazing year at Universal Orlando. I have high hopes of lots of fun over the year, but I don't have anything else to say about it until everything starts happening.
1: I'm just excited to say I I feel like last year was such a good year in terms of like I mean, I know toward the end there, we didn't have some amazing food options, but I feel like in in terms of like all the years that we've been doing this, I feel like last year there was a lot of like really interesting like food stuff that was happening, drink stuff. We had some great, the, that whole hog pumpkin beer, the cranberry beer that we had at Christmas. You know, I was just like, I like, that's that little thing about Universal. It's just this little thing that I like where it's like, you know, so, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not as good, but it's like, I feel like they're always trying that new stuff and they kind of, they kind of like, I don't know. So I, I, that's my thing I'm looking forward to the most this year is kind of like that stuff I don't even know about yet. Those little pop-up things and, you know, so yeah, I don't know. I uh, here. hear. I don't know why I said that, but I feel like I needed to say nope. it. I'm just, that's, that's, I'm like, that's what I'm looking forward to a lot. Uh,
0: you are right. There are going to be little surprises throughout the year. And we don't necessarily know what those little surprises are. That's the whole point of little surprises. But we will find little things that stand out, whether it's new food options being added in, uh, who knows, maybe even rediscovering an old food item that we love that is now just had new life added into it. We don't we don't know what to expect. I I didn't have a Jurassic Park IPA on my checklist for what to expect of 2021. And then look what happened with that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I can't believe I forgot to even mention that. That beer is top-notch. Uh also, let's not forget we'll have to investigate to see if it's really actually gone or not. The uh, delicious uh crepe, the cookie butter crepe. Oh, yes. Yeah. I we
0: we absolutely have to. So, uh I I had my mouth just like in a state of pure salvation.
1: Sal salvation. Sal- sal- <laughs> yeah, salvation oh. is have you found Jesus in your mouth? <laughs> I found Jesus in my mouth. (laughs) I found religion. It's in my mouth.
0: My mouth was salivating as I had to – That's a king cake. Mardi Gras. Little baby Jesus. You ate him. Sorry. My mouth was salivating as I had to edit that video of us eating the cookie (laughs) butter crepe. (laughs) There it Uh, is. And I – Yeah, I, I hope, I hope it's still around. We know it's not around anymore, but we'll find out. So I'm, I'm going to be heading to the parks, uh, very soon anyways to go check out Shrek 4D, like at least 19 more times before it's gone. So maybe, maybe I'll throw a cookie butter Crip in too, if they still have it, but I have, I have no expectations for it to be there, but we'll see, we'll see what new Crips come out. We'll see what new, again, Mm -hmm. little surprises end up popping up at Universal Orlando this year. But Rhino, I think that's it for this episode. Thank you for the awesome conversation. Yes, thank you. I'm starving now. Mm, And me too. (laughs) I am starving. So we'll have to focus on the food next. But that's going to... Starvation. (laughs) Starvation, salvation, salivation. (laughs) Yeah. Words. This episode was brought to you by the letter S. (laughs) Yes, yes, it was. uh, That's our Sesame Street hang out yeah you
1: can't have a rock that rock can't eat a crepe
0: oh (laughs) and now we have just immediately dated this episode even more than dating an episode all about 2022 but it's it's all good so we hope you enjoyed this episode we hope you found it helpful if you did and you're watching this on youtube hit the thumbs up make sure you're subscribed to the channel so you get to see every new episode of the dis unplugged universal edition and leave comments questions and video suggestions in the comments section below of what you want to see about universal orlando this year. I know hotels are a priority, and we are going to make that a priority. So just stay tuned for that. And if you're listening to this, please, please, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And if it's through Apple Podcasts, take the moment to leave us a five-star rating and review. And also, I'll take one more moment to remind you about Dreams Unlimited Travel. Get a free no-obligation quote today at dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. And I will also remind you of our Patreon Diz unplugged on patreon you can access that patreon.com slash Diz unplugged you get exclusive content
1: only available on patreon so check it out if my favorite my favorite video i ever made for universal is on there and it was only it was a patreon exclusive Mm. it was that uh, the 2019 halloween horror nights overview video there you go so if you want to see
0: rhino's favorite thing he ever produced it's over on patreon so not favorite thing in general favorite universal thing Favorite universal one yes Yeah. yeah so you'll have to check it out over there but that's going to do it for this week's episode of the dis unplugged universal edition we will be back again real soon with another episode of the dis unplugged universal edition but until then remember we still haven't changed the name